0: Pop Culture Roundtable, the podcast that would love to get a hold of those pin particles to really help with the rising inflation. In this episode, we talk about Whalebone, the 50 worst inventions of all time, and Ant Man and Wasp Quantum Mania. I'm Andrew Sale. I'm Lauren Rubin. I'm Patrick Hill. So get ready to go subatomic, because it's time to shrink into another episode.
1: You know you can't change the size of a concept. <laughs>
0: It matters? we should talk about <laughs> okay here we go how was england
2: here we go it does matter go ahead Andrew. <laughs> let's
0: kick off this episode by going around the table which is where we talk about things that are new fun and ridiculous about our weeks patrick why don't you kick us off
1: I mean this whole shit like thought this this all exists on the premise of us just talking about other people's bullshit, right? Like <laughs> anything that someone creates is ultimately just like something they pulled out of their ass or your brain, <laughs> whichever way you want to think about it. So if and we or you, can't or talk, if we can't talk about the size versus number of atoms, then like we don't have a show. That's it. <laughs> That's
0: true. Speaking of not having a show talking about Adams, how many episodes of Big Bang Theory did
1: you watch last week? No. I'm not I you deserve oh, has he every you bit stuck of stuck on this now as well. You des- No, no he has not. I just Ugh. had to listen to, I had to listen to the episode to do the edit, and you deserve absolutely every bit of hate that you get about it. Um it's a good show. No, it's not. And I just want to do double deuce to everybody. I'm tired anymore. of believing that every, or of uh, pretending that everyone's opinion is valid. Your opinion on this is not valid. It is valid. Okay. And it's well, good and it's right. I just got back <laughs> from England. So Let's talk about that. I don't want to. Neither do I, honestly. It was fine. <laughs> I don't want to talk about England anymore. fine. I was excited to come back. I mean, no, I mean, I enjoyed it. Wow. I did like the, the USA, touristy. You say, no, that's, that's what he said not... when I picked him up. <laughs> yeah, I was uh was every chanting. day I wore American flag boxers. Ate
2: only at McDonald's. And Ameri- yeah. I
1: didn't eat McDonald's while I was there. Oh my god. <laughs> well, because I didn't know if it was different. Like it I is, assume it like, is a the bread different. has less sugar. Get a quarter pounder and, uh, with
2: cheese instead of a quarter pounder with cheese. <laughs>
1: that's insane. No, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can we have silence for you to do that again? Where it's just mm, you. Mm, we need mm, clean audio mm. of this. You do know it's a royale with cheese. There you yes. go. <laughs> No, I, I did eat McDonald's while, while I was there. That that's a one hundred percent uh true statement. But that's also because we had spent like a ton of money on other food. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like we need to calm down on a on a meal or two. Let's get some McDonald's. Uh no, the, the trip was great. We we did the, the touristy stuff like Westminster and Big Ben and, and um uh Tower of London, which is amazing. If you only do one mm-hmm. thing there, Tower of London. Like that's a you can spend a whole day there.
0: That place is great. The COD pieces alone. Are worth the price. Of admission. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was the only picture we actually received from you, from England. That's true.
1: That is true. Is the uh, metal wiener? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they do, did I not send you the six foot eight suit of armor? No. They have well, the there Guinness- wasn't a ad-
2: suit of armor attached to the metal wiener you sent us. To be fair, <laughs> no,
1: no, no, no. but <laughs> I love the idea that it was attached to the wiener and not the other way around.
2: Well, that was the
0: part that Patrick commented
2: on. To be fair, he's like, "Oh."
1: That was the part <laughs> everyone commented on. You would like people would walk by, and you would just hear like giggles ripple through like the line well, as you yeah. walked around.
2: Because it basically was like a suit of armor with a boner for. <laughs>
1: But you know Lauren. what? I, I saw it. <laughs> I had never seen something like that before. But I immediately thought that makes sense. Well, it's like, like I, cup, I would want that. But in medieval times, <laughs> yeah. If, they, if if I felt the the stakes, like I felt like I could get injured, I'd protect it. No, they also had the Guinness World Record, like largest suit of armor, and it's like for someone that's six foot eight. Uh and, and I, I got to see what I would look like and I looked badass Wait for a minute. sure. We know what you look like. We've had we've had Lauren's illustrations for Neverland for years. <laughs> yeah. Not not covered. Yeah, oh, I it's guess exactly. Oh, I guess same. those are kind of the same, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but no, all that was great. I also did uh, Churchill War Rooms, which is like the underground bunker where like Churchill and a team of like people that are smarter than I am like conducted a war. And that was uh absolutely fascinating to be around. And I got to go up and uh, see Freddie and and, uh, hang out in his home for a bit. I got to go sit in someone's home eating fish and chips, fairly disrespectfully because they're both vegan, while I asked them questions about Meghan Markle. And I loved it. That was probably my single favorite moment of the trip.
2: What is the British, you know, tea on Meghan?
1: She's Marmite. I learned that phrase. It means that you love her or you hate her, but there's no in between. No, I, I won't get into all the all the details, but it was fantastic. That was probably my favorite part of the trip. And Mackenzie, I think her favorite part of the trip was working out because she paid to do like a Peloton class while she was there. Uh, those people are treated like celebrities. I sat upstairs while this was happening, and one of these instructors would walk out. People would cheer. Like they would like. Like get on their knees. It was like super <laughs> bizarre stuff, and I was sitting back there thinking, like, this means nothing to me. Like, I, I, I care about McDonald's later today far more than I care about whatever this is. And these people are treating it like their mecca. And my next thought was, how much stuff do I love that other people think is just worthless, stupid shit? Uh, and then I, I felt bad for what I had uh, subjected. Other people too, Um, so now I will never discuss my passion ever again. So um, thank you. So it was a natural takeaway from this (laughs) sort (laughs) of event. Okay, last thing um, before I throw it to someone else. Did you get
2: to see any plays? No. Aw. No,
1: No. he spent all of his money at McDonald's. (laughs) I spent all McDonald's, and we're. uh, I'm going to this little. Place called Broadway in a couple months. There you go. So I figured I'd get to do some of that then. Hooray so
0: a- for Hollywood! Nope, that's <laughs> the other coast. <laughs>
1: okay, so uh, close,
0: so close. <laughs> I'd love to say that that was on purpose. <laughs> it was not on purpose.
1: <laughs> so that's fine. I'll get to do it later. But this this is unrelated. Uh, before this show, I was looking up some stuff about movie theater specifically and upcoming. Kind of like movie theater technology and things like that. And I I found out about this thing that I was not aware of called Screen X. Have either of you heard of it? Yay, nay. Okay. Basically, theater screen, the walls beside you get projected on as well. So it is a 270 degree viewing experience. There is a Screen X. There are two of them in Houston. And they are showing Quantumania right now. Oh, cool. I would absolutely go see Quantumania in that environment. Uh, yeah. Even though we're going to talk about the fact that I wasn't a fan of the film later. That was that. That sounds awesome. There is a Screen X in Waco as well, but there are none in Austin. There's none in San Antonio. So uh, don't get to do that. Crider uh, in chat is saying it's a massive waste of money. I'm not listening to you, Crider. Looks cool. Jedi said he saw Batman. And I would try it out. The other thing is yeah, I would try. Um, MX4D. Which we, we're familiar with this in the term, in the sense that these are the seats that like, they move and they mist you with water and smells and blow air on you. And it's supposed to be like a, you know, it's, it's kind of like, like a 4 experience. The, it's like the Figment ride mm-hmm. <laughs> at uh, at Epcot. Imagine that, but watching a movie that way. Uh, there's one of those up near Dallas, but there's I could only find one in Texas that's specifically MX4D, but they have some in other states as well. So that one, that sounds very interesting to me as well. The, the short of it is theaters have to do something more than what they're doing now, or we're just going to watch them at home because we have plenty of good viewing experiences at home. That's not exactly how I feel, but that's like the gist of it. It has to be an, a wholly different experience you can't capture somewhere else. I would try it out, but with that... Lauren, how was your trip this week? I I don't know that you took a trip, but that's nah. what you asked me. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I I definitely stayed home this week, but I had friends in from out of town, so that counts for something, I guess. Sure. <laughs> um, I also went to see Ant Man. Um, and like while we're on the train of like what theaters can do differently, um, we went and saw it at the like Regal theater by our or there's like two, sorry, and this one's a little bit further away, but they have like an IMAX and kind of nicer stuff in there they've been remodeling and they just opened their like VIP area, which we didn't know what that was. But like I said, we had friends in from out of town. It was a little more expensive. It was like $30 for the ticket, but you get a lot of like extra stuff. Like you got a limited popcorn, you got unlimited like soft drinks and some other um, like snacks and stuff. And then they had like a private bar. You could like access like just the like couple of theaters that were like in this area where you like go to the VIP thing. And then the theater itself was like much smaller. It only had about like, 50 seats probably. And then they were all like big reclining chairs with like a little um, table that swung out and everything. So like, that was actually pretty cool. Like uh, I had never done that before. Like at this theater anyway, like I've been to like Alamo and like um, some theaters where that like have the reclining seats, but this was like a little bit of an upgrade and it was definitely really cool. I was thinking like, it would be, I wonder if they do some kind of deal where you can like rent one of those theaters and like use the VIP lounge, like throw a party like beforehand or something. Cause like Mm -hmm. that would be like super fun for like a birthday or whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's this uh, I don't know. There there was this article, was it last week or the week before about uh, Regal renting out theaters to like conferences so people could have big Zoom meetings and all-hands like inside mm-hmm. Regal theaters. So they're definitely looking for more ways to monetize the space, but I yeah. hope they would just make the theater experience itself more premium. That's, that's what well, they are like for, upgrading
2: but. the theater itself at the same time. So like, I, I'm not going to complain. Like I thought it was pretty cool way to yeah. see a movie, to be honest. Like it, it is more expensive, like I said, but like as something to do like once in a while or like to upgrade, you know, if, if you have like, if you want to have like a different experience, this was, it was fun. Um, and Then um I also got to play a new uh another round of D&D this weekend. So we play every Saturday, but on Sunday uh Trevor, my boyfriend did his first like uh turn DMing and we did a one shot like all day long on Sunday. And it was so much fun. Um we like moved half the furniture in our house to like <laughs> have a table where everybody could sit at, but we like a uh, put like butcher paper down like on top of the table so we could like draw the map at the same time and everything like we just had like a really good time the theme was um like indiana jones so we were like going through a temple that we had to like explore and like all of our characters were different indiana jones characters and so it was just like a really good time um that sounds fun literally did that all day on sunday
1: (laughs) thanks for the evite i feel like i feel like trevor (laughs) would be a good dm
2: He was, he was really good. We, like, we played with him, uh, like, in our Neverland campaign, but this was his first time, like, actually switching to DM. I think he did, like, a super great job. He was, like, good at being flexible and, like, let us explore, and, like, we still have, like, we only got through, like, half of it, so we're gonna make it a two-shot now, but, like, I think, like, we got him in the hook for, for future
1: games, I hope. (laughs) What, did he, did he base it off, like, an existing scenario?
2: I think he made most of it up. Like, he just kind of borrowed pieces of, like, what he wanted and then, like, put it over this, like, Indiana Jones skin, basically. So that, like, we had, like, at least, like, half people that were playing that are new. So, like, try to make it so, like, they don't have to, like, imagine too much on the role playing parts. Like, like, you're playing this character. Like, you're just going to be Indiana Jones. You know, do what you think Indiana Jones would do. And so I think that kind of, like, made it simple for, like, the people that were new to, like, jump in really easily.
1: Yes, we call that anchoring, and it is a very good thing Mm -hmm. to do your first time playing D&D and, like, your first time with a character. Just attach your character's personality to, like, a character in TV or film that you know really well, and just do what that person would do, and it makes it really easy to make decisions. Yeah, exactly. Um, So I think that was like
2: a a fun way for like everybody to get into it really quickly. Worked great for the one shot. And I I hope we get to play the next half soon because it was really fun. (laughs) Um, And then like, I'm just going to keep this really short. Um, I have an update to the like journey slash battle with my silhouette cutter. Um, So I the last time that we talked about this, I I trash talked the silhouette four. Um, I loved the silhouette three. It was great. Um, And that's like the one that's made by Cameo. Like Cricket is kind of the competing brand um, and those are kind of like become much more popular but at the time when I made this decision they were very even um, but anyway I have my my cameo silhouette and like the three was great then my three just like broke down over time and I needed to replace it so I got the four the upgrade and I hated this thing I have wanted to break it so badly just like go office space on it and smash the thing to pieces um, I even said that earlier in the day that I got this thing where I like changed my mind about this thing again. So, um, I was working on my like Lord of the Rings stickers that I've been like posting on on Instagram and everything. And I was like, I have extra time right now. I'm not in the middle of shows and things. Is that uh, like Silhouette has an update for the software? I'm gonna do it today. And like this hadn't come up like in the last time that I used it. And it's been like a month or two just because I haven't had shows. So I yeah. like took a break for me to use it. It has this update. I'm like, okay, great. Yeah, whatever. Updated it and then also updated the the firmware at the same time. Cause I like I said, this is like a day where I had enough time to like. Experiment Trouble with this shoot. stuff, yeah. and I figured like if it doesn't work, I know what version I had before. I'll just reinstall it. Let's give it a go. It fixed every single problem that I had with this thing since That's the what you beginning. Want. Uh, yeah, but it, it was just like insane. I was like, should I trust this? Is something like, is it going to break all of a sudden? Like I kept putting in more sheets and like literally just expecting that I would turn around and it wouldn't be working all of a sudden. Cause like that's kind of what would be happen. Like I get two to work perfectly and then the next one come out completely wrong. I have to restart my whole computer and like, then like it might work the next time for like three more. And like, I was just starting to hate this thing and how like long- even cut down on how many stickers I was making because of how Frustrating it was. Right. Sure.
1: No, no, no. I'm, but how long had this update been available? I don't think for very long.
2: So okay. like, probably like I hadn't used it in about a month and a half. So like in somewhere along that time, they, they offered this, maybe it was I a little see. earlier than that, but like, I just like, I had a break from it. And so like, I just hadn't thought about it. And I was literally like, Oh, I have to do this. I'm just going to get through it. And I set aside like the whole evening to work on it and got it done so quickly because it actually works now. Like I literally so like, cannot believe how much this changed my mind. What did
0: you say? Sorry. Did you read two books then with your leftover time?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with your evening. Yeah, I I just was like, I I just can't believe like how much this helped and like fixed all the issues. Like it would like not reading the, the, um, crop marks and stuff correctly and like the like so the cuts would never be in the same place like it would you'd have to like adjust the lights perfectly so that there was no reflection on the paper or shadows of any kind otherwise there was no hope of it even sort of working right and now like i literally was just like okay well now that it worked for five in a row i'm gonna turn the lights off and it still worked so i'm like okay thank you guys at silhouette for fixing this i will take back all the bad things i said and if you want to get one of these it's just as good as it always was they just clearly had some big bugs to work out And it took them a long time, like way over a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's That's not great. But I will say, like, if you get one now, it's just as good as it ever was. I freaking love it again. I'm very excited about this.
0: Okay, that's good. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a healthy happy update. Yeah, we like to I, see those every now and again.
2: <laughs> I I just had to say something because I was like, I know that the last time I brought this up, I totally trashed this thing. I've talked about wanting to get a new one. I was basically just like, this thing is going to break. It's it's just inevitable. It sucks so bad. I'm just going to get a cricket whenever that happens. And now I don't have to.
0: Patrick's been losing sleep wondering where you were at on that. Didn't
1: so think about is, it yes. a single time. Not a single
0: time. <laughs> Patrick still probably doesn't even know what we're talking about. Um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's exciting. So that's your yeah. that's your whole week update.
2: Yeah, that's pretty right. much it for me. And I will ahead.
0: I will round the bases here. A couple things. Um, uh, one of those things is I I got I think it was Kreider and correct me if I'm wrong. I think it was Kreider inside of Slack dropped a note to me that um, at five below, which is like a I don't know like it's essentially like a, a slightly nicer Dollar Tree. I it's don't know. five dollars or below. Yeah, but it it's not, for. though. It's not, though, because there are items that are like six and, and more dollars. Anyway. Everything's um, a dollar. There is this <laughs> line of Disney figures at uh, at Five Below that Funko puts out. It's Funko Minis. But I don't think, I think they're made specifically for Five Below because, like, you don't see them at Target or anything else. Um, but uh, I went there and picked one of them up. Here's the the little Donald um, figure. He's a cute oh, that's little. Oh, really cute. Yeah, and um not all of them are are equally cute. Like if you get just the regular Mickey Mouse, um he's kind of goofy looking, but he they do have a a chase which is a steamboat Willie. These aren't blind box, so you can see what you're getting. What if you get um, Goofy? They don't is have it? Goofy. Oh. Is it cuz I I didn't, like I didn't see I I take that back. I didn't see Goofy. I don't think they have Goofy. They had Pluto. Cooper got Pluto. Pluto's really cute. Um uh, so maybe they, maybe they do have
1: Goofy. Maybe I just missed it. But um, anyway, I so
2: prefer Funkos that are not bobbleheads.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. I think yeah, they're all are better. Rob you can Poulsen. remove Funko from that, and we can just all agree bobbleheads suck.
0: I hate bobbleheads. Yeah, I hate them. Yeah. they feel like the lowest form of. I Action know we have bobblehead people who are watching this show right now.
1: So just understand, we love you. We just, just don't not,
0: collect
2: bobbleheads. Just yeah, not
1: the bobbleheads. <laughs> that you it like. bears um, repeating. Very briefly, explain why they do so many bobbleheads, Andrew. Very briefly.
0: So here's why they do so many bobbleheads. Specifically the Star Wars ones and the Marvel ones. It's because... They do not have the license to do action figures. They have license to do novelty figures. Mm. So the 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 novelty figures, the bobble piece, the little spring in the head, is what makes them a novelty and not an actual action figure. Which is why Funko is allowed to produce them in that uh, in that format. So, um, there you go. There's a little trivia for you. Um, so I got that. It was uh, just a couple bucks. They're super cute. Uh, and you know, for, if you're just listening, it's just like a little, you know, two and a half inch, um, vinyl figure, uh, very, very vibrant, very well done. The sculpt's really good and it's nice and solid and it stands really, really firm, um, which is nice without a base. Um, and then I also found, um, something when I was cleaning up, uh, this week that I haven't had, um, displayed in a long, long time. I may have even showed it on the show years ago. Um, but just I, just in case I haven't, and I have a better camera now, I can show it off. Um, I found this guy. Uh, this is my Mickey Mouse space, oh, cool. my, my astronaut Mickey. Uh, it's an old, old, old toy from like um, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, but what makes so this toy awesome. special, what makes this toy special, besides the fact that it's Mickey in a, in a, an astronaut uh, suit with a removable helmet. By the way, the helmet comes off. Um, I got this for my birthday, um, a very early birthday. I was like, I don't know, maybe five or six. I don't remember exactly how old I was. It's not the date's not on it, but um, it is signed by Jim Irwin, who was oh, wow. um, an Apollo 15 uh, astronaut. He went to the moon. Um, this is one of the
1: cool. coolest things you've ever shown us, and. Like, had, did you say real quick for the podcast listeners that this whole thing is in a round? Oh yeah, it's clean. in a glass yeah, like dome
2: bubble. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's in a glass dome. The glass dome was my, is my presentation. It didn't come in that. Oh, but oh, it looks okay. so rad cool like that yeah. though. Yes, yeah, so should have it, come with that. I put it in here um, to to display it. But yeah, the back of it is signed it says to Andrew, Happy Birthday, Jim Irwin, Apollo fifteen.
2: That is um, super cool. Did so you I found that? Him, so, I assume.
0: I did. Yeah, and my, there was oh, a nice. photo. I used to have a photo. Of me, uh, of him handing me the figure. What happened is, is my parents knew that he was coming to town. They went and bought the figure, gave him the figure, he signed it, and then presented it to me. I was so mm-hmm. little, I didn't understand what was happening. It yeah. looked to me like they, like like he had bought me this Mickey figure and was giving it to me for my birthday, well, which was super cool. Yeah. Um. So there was a photo so, of him giving yeah. it to me, and then there was a, a news article clipped out from when he was visiting our town. Um. That well, was all nice, with it, and I don't know. i I don't remember he was nice enough He was a nice old man um he signed by mickey i was i was a fan of him uh so anyway that's a cool that's a cool little toy um and i feel like there was a third thing but obviously it wasn't important enough to to mention right now so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna let it go and um i do have some thoughts and feelings lauren about um our topic that uh about your topic later on that um I have a little bit of a soapbox that I can't wait to hop on and rant a little bit. So um, with that little (laughs) tease, let's head out of the Around the Table and head into our Master Categories. (laughs) Each week, we talk about the dice we rolled the week before. Those dice give us our categories. We pick our topics based on those categories. And uh, Patrick and Lauren are going to have a little bit more fun. Full topics this week, so I'm going to start things off because it's going to be a little bit of an amuse bouche, uh, if you will, and uh, to the entrees that are that are uh, forthcoming. a one bite, a one bite to uh, to get your your palate ready. Um, I'm going to talk about this uh, new um, creative outlet. Uh, it's a it's a publication called Whalebone. I don't know if you guys have heard about Whalebone. This is mm-hmm. this is Whalebone. Whalebone is a print publication. For those of you who are not watching this on the screen, um, it is uh, what we're what you're looking at is a a very rugged magazine, and I say rugged because it's like it's actually rough. It's not like a shiny magazine. Um, And it's got uh, it's essentially monochrome with a big boot, and it's got butterflies on it. This is the Dolly Parton issue, Um, and on the back, I love that. Got uh, uh, Lee Jeans as the as the sponsor for this particular issue, but. Whalebone is a um, quarterly publication that is like highly, highly curated. So each issue is themed about around something else. So there's like uh, the food issue, the Costa Rica issue, the the comedy issue. This issue is the Dolly Parton issue. This is the first one that I got. Um, mm-hmm. and let me just give. I'm going to read you the the opening paragraph to this, and then I'm going to show you a couple pages, and then I'm going to hope that all of you go and. Subscribe to Whalebone because it's really cool. So this is, uh, when you open it up, this is one of the first couple of pages. It's got a hairspray, uh, a a designer hairspray bottle that says the Dolly Parton issue. Delightfully bold hairspray. And this is what Mm -hmm. it says. This is not a publication about Dolly Parton. Well, maybe it is a little bit about Dolly Parton. But it's less about Dolly Parton's life and much more about Dolly Parton's point of view on life. For those unfamiliar, Miss Parton's approach tends to transcend boundaries and unite others more than your average Joe or Jolene. And the hmm. gang at Whalebone seems to enjoy when folks transcend boundaries and unite others. It's rather contagious. But it's not exclusive, and its origins seem set in simple practices like kindness, optimism, generosity, perseverance, gratitude, and humor. Add some uncanny talent, a healthy serving of Tennessee Mountains a heavy dose of a relentless dream to do things their own way and bake on high for about 60 to 70 years and serve warm day or night. Just remember, this is not a publication about Dolly Parton or is it? All we know for sure is that this, that a portion of proceeds from this publication will be headed to imagination library, a book gifting program that mails free books to children from birth until they begin school in participating areas. This program was created by a nice lady from Tennessee who knows her way around a guitar.
1: Very quickly, I love the things that, like, Dolly Parton stands for. Uh, the, the, the the free books, like, that type of stuff is awesome, the stuff she does. She's uh, managed to carve out quite the legacy and remained very... If you very-
2: have a butt attached to this very very consistent (laughs) over the years
1: and things like that what i'm trying to say my the butt is not about dolly parton the butt is about what you just read i hate that style of dramatic creative writing i mean i don't know what it is but it's like just gets under my skin like it just it just feels like pulling out fingernails to hear this like I don't know. I just hate it. I hate it so All much. Right, well, then you just yeah. shut
0: off your ears and your mouth for the next few minutes because I'm going to talk but about more was of that. it was beautiful.
1: The like, <laughs> the like watermelon looking, the watermelon looking pink and, and green and the cover, like the whole thing's beautiful. Love what Dolly Parton does. Well, I just like hate whoever that. Well, not pretend that you're
2: going to read this if you got this anyway. You're just going to
0: flip through it and look at the pictures. <laughs> well, hang on. Okay. So everyone just reserve. I haven't even said anything about the magazine. Yeah. So Everyone reserve judgment um and that's fine everyone's entitled to their own opinion even if it's how is it, how do you say it Patrick? even if it's wrong okay Patently so false the <laughs> intro um like you look at the uh the um whatever you call it the what is it what is it weird
1: place up? to put a crease but a table, uh,
0: table of contents there you go yeah um just table of contents is laid out to look a lot like um like a top like a, a music chart right mm-hmm. and you've got. The cassette across it everything in this magazine is highly highly designed um even to um uh even to some degrees even with the ads the ads are curated to the actual issue not just generic ads that people and i'll show you some in a second um but look at this patrick you have to at least love this the the smoky mountains right there you know this whole whole thing is is a tennessee a tennessee boy's dream right here um, but you go through and uh, I'm not going to show you everything because it's a whole magazine and there's, we don't have time for that. Um, but there is um, this really cool section. First of all, the quality of this magazine. I'm mean, we'll just talk about that first. The, this paper that it's printed on, like the cover is printed on, mm-hmm. it feels almost like grip tape.
1: Yeah, like, it's like it's gritty.
0: Very gritty, very yeah. thick. Like I don't I know if you can hear stuff. the thickness, but listen to this. <laughs> like so, that's the
1: that's the cover. <laughs> like it's a legit yeah. a legit cover. Do you remember going to like a Books a Million or so, so, I don't know yeah. what stores you had or whatever, like boarders, and Barnes and or- Noble, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And magazines were fine, but like every month someone would have like they're yearly special or they're retrospective special. or whatever. Yeah. And that always had that paper that you're holding and yes. those always stood out. And I loved those. They were always I, my I, favorite.
0: I keep like doing this to see if I can, if I need to split the pages, but it's not, it's, it feels like it's yeah. like two traditional magazine widths worth of, of pages. Um, but this is cool. So like this, this article, again, it's not all about Dolly Parton. Um, it's about what Dolly Parton stands for. So this, this uh, opening article says, look for the dollies," and these are, Uh, It's highlighting um, women who are all answering this question in different industries, and different fields. They're Mm -hmm. answering this question. Dolly once said, if your actions create a legacy that inspires others to dream more, learn more, do more and become more then you are on. Then you are an excellent, an excellent leader. What do you hope your legacy is and how do you plan to leave the world a little bit better than how you found it? And then it features these women from all over the world and all these different industries who are answering that question, which is, Fundamentally something from, from Dolly Parton and like what she stands For and what she does um, which is super Cool here's an example of the ads being Curated this is a watch ad Alright it's mm-hmm. a watch ad It's from uh, Shinola Detroit that's the that's the, uh, the company but it all it's, it, ha- it features this large watch With, with uh, diamonds going Around the outside of the watch and then it has a Quote from Dolly Parton that says it's hard to be A diamond in a rhinestone world Dolly Parton so it's like ultra curated, ultra, like everything is high, high design. That's pretty cool. Um, it's very, very cool. I'm not going to go through everything. It does have this. I'll read a couple of these. It's a, it's a, essentially an infograph of stats about Dolly Parton. Here's just a couple of fun ones. She's done, um, fun. not, she has recorded 956 songs. Um, that's a no lot idea. of songs. She has 365 wigs, one for every day of the year. <laughs> Um, amazing. She amazing. has 25 number one country hits. Um, let's see. What was another good one? 148 runs is um, the total number and of runs pantyhose. of, of, yeah, of <laughs> nine to five, the musical, which Dolly Parton wrote. And she did all the, the lyrics and music for herself. There's been over 400 covers of the song Jolene. And she That's is amazing. the second most Grammy award winning female artist of all time. And there was one other one that was super cool, and I can't find it right now. Uh, oh, she's five feet tall, even five foot even. She's,
2: she's shorter no, no. than me.
1: Oh That's before you add her hair on. Okay, but that's still yeah. she's still so only five she's feet still tall. like five foot ten. She's yeah. like six feet tall with the hair. <laughs> um, I mean, the like, come on,
2: <laughs> and heels. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see, let's see, let's see. Maybe this that's one's why fine. she
2: likes big hair, so she can look taller.
0: Which dolly are you? It goes through different kinds of dollies. Oh, that's like funny. Actual dolls. And, and on that on that topic. <laughs> this reminds
2: me a lot of the like the magazine Lucky Peach, which isn't in print anymore, but that was like a cooking magazine that kind of did a lot of this really cool design stuff and like really, like, I don't remember if the ads were like this catered, but like, Everything was so designed, and it was really cool, and just an amazing magazine while it lasted.
1: Speaking of, like, not speaking of, because you didn't say any of this. There's no segue (laughs) to be had. But in terms of difference in upbringing, when you said which dolly are you, I feel like you imagine which doll. I imagine which, like, cart with two wheels or four wheels. (laughs) It's funny that you say that, Patrick, because... one of them? One of
0: the... No, there's a whole other article in this magazine that says i have to skip to the back a little bit to, to get to it hang on one second i'm gonna pass a couple of things that please I was, tell me I they into. wrote
1: something just for me they did write something just
0: for you as a matter of fact um gosh where is it? oh here it is okay so this article is titled dolly an american icon jolene islands in the stream code of many colors these are just some of the songs we'd listened to when we were loading up our favorite dollies to push distances near and far. <laughs> and there we go. That thing. <laughs> it's that, it's that, uh, that real punchy uh, humor that you don't like, but it is writing an article <laughs> about
1: different styles of dollies. No, I love <laughs> that like,
2: picture that they had. That was like Listen, great. <laughs> that's
1: fine, but the whole like, this isn't about Dolly Pardon. And then you say something like, okay, but maybe it is, but maybe it isn't. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's just there is a d- Tell me if it is.
0: There is a drum dolly. So that one is specifically for you, Patrick. That's where the drums are dolly. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway, Thank you. Um, I'm going to go you back heard. and show you this one thing uh, or two things. Uh, Lauren, this, there's this piece that's all about, uh, that's called a lady's right to denim. And it's talking about like the history of, of <laughs> women in denim that's and awesome. explains like uh, the differences, uh, uh, the specific differences in denim. And then um, where's this? Look just look at how beautiful the typesetting is on some of yeah. these some of these articles. Like it's just so well done. Um, Even
2: that one with like it was literally just like it had Dolly written in a cool font and that like yep. picture of the the you know moving Dolly and have, just like a cool setting. Like that was nice. It's really have good.
1: either of you designed a uh, or or typeset like a magazine article? Yes, only
2: like in school for. I've done, know, like I've done I've done as an assignment not for real.
1: There are some materials that are so nice that it elevates what's on it even if what's on it is subpar. And so I just had this thing of like the stuff you're showing is like really beautiful, but what mm-hmm. I don't know is is the stuff you're showing representative of something that's really elevated from like a design standpoint or is it one of those things that if you put a poppy color in in high quality paper it's already going to read really well anyway uh, I, it's going it's going to it's going to
0: enhance it but it poppy colors and nice paper is not going to sell the design this is highly curated mm-hmm. well designed on top of that it's also high quality so the the two aren't ex- mutually exclusive um okay. Or mutually inclusive. Whatever it whatever is, it is, is. Setting, they yeah. they, they can both live independently. Um, so this is well designed and it's also high quality. Okay. Patrick Chattanooga gets a little shout out here. There's a thing all about different cities in um, Tennessee, talking about loving your hometown. Waste of time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could find the there was there was one other thing that I wanted to to read you guys, um, and I can't find it now. All of a sudden. Um, but so the idea here is that it's, um, it's just a really well done, uh, really well done publication. And it's, uh, each, each issue is a love letter to whatever that theme is. And they go all out, like every page, again, every page is designed. It's not, it's not like, um, they paid for, you know, five, uh, like, main articles and then everything else you know some some junior designer took care of the rest of that no like this yeah. and there's a reason why it's a quarterly publication it's they take time to curate all of these um articles and all of the the, the graphics and all the photographs and everything it's it's really well done this is what i was going to show you the do, uh, the dumb blonde jokes part there's a whole section <laughs> different blonde jokes um Love i have that. a blonde friend who needs 2 hours to watch a 60 minute long movie <laughs> so much shut up <laughs> <laughs> hey uh why did a blonde purchase an am only radio <laughs> she wanted a radio for the mornings <laughs>
1: <laughs> honestly this is offensive
0: <sighs> anyway whalebone i would 100% recommend uh, checking out whalebone if you are in the creative field if you are in a uh, like the publication field if you do any sort of type layout or um any sort of publication layout uh it's a great example for all of those things it's inspiring it gives you some really great ideas this i had this page flagged for you patrick it doesn't take itself too seriously but at the same time it it like it takes the different pieces of itself seriously right like in as much as that particular thing is intended to be funny, they're going to go all in on the funny. If that thing is intended to be very um, sentimental, they're going to go all in on the sentiment. Whatever it is, they you, they clearly care about these topics that they're putting in front of you. They're only putting out four a year, and each one is is very highly curated and themed. So it's just a really cool opportunity for them to make these things true love letters to um, these different things. Do
2: they tease uh, if, like what the next thing is for next month? Or, I think
0: the, or, sorry, I think the one quarter. coming up is Costa Rica, because on their website right now, like the ad that keeps popping up is the Costa Rica issue. Um, Mm -hmm. I, when I subscribed, you subscribe for a year for $50. Mm -hmm. If you buy individual issues, I think they're 25 a piece. So you get 50% off if you subscribe for the year. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but the Dolly Parton issue had actually run out. This was, this is a back issue. Uh, Um, and so they sent this one, um, to kind of pre to preload. So I actually ended up getting five, um, for the normal price of two um, so and you That's can buy cool. back issues they have a like a they have a, a back issue that is like all about like retro stuff and and um, nostalgia and that one's a hundred dollars I don't know how big that issue is I don't it know if it's like massive. super chunky or something but it's a hundred dollars on their website um, it's really cool and each in each issue is very very different they look beautiful they'll look beautiful like together on your um, on your screen not on your screen on your shelf <laughs> shelf um but uh whalebone whalebonemag.com that's the website yeah Uh, it'll be in our show notes notes. and everything too yeah um absolutely wonderful beautiful go check it out yeah that looks all right patrick talk about the 50 worst inventions for us all
1: right let's jump into it we're gonna go quick because 50 is a big number to get through in eight minutes so yes we're just gonna rush through these if you see one that you feel strongly about let me know but otherwise, you're about to hear all 50 worst inventions according to time. All right, let's do it. Number one, V.O., never heard of it. Apparently, yeah, it's carbonated that milk that Coke made, and it sounds Ew. awful. Ew. Okay,
2: Number two, like that.
1: Segway.
2: <gasps> Those aren't wow. the worst.
1: That's no, they're shocking. terrible. They advertised the 50 this. the worst no.
2: things ever of all they time. They
1: advertised it as changing, uh, like getting Mobility? around yeah. whatever. What was no, the they're word?
2: just like fine or whatever but like not the nah, 50 worst things of all time new coke <laughs> in, in reference wow this no, person no. hates coke
1: in relation to what was promised for like changing the way we get around Segway sucks new coke uh clippy <laughs> <laughs> I, I disagree with clippy by the way i think clippy's great
2: Clippy like if you're not watching is that like Microsoft Word like helper paperclip that I literally hate.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> These are going to run the gamut. We go from Clippy to
0: Agent Orange? <laughs> Wowza. <laughs> Holy cow. Clippy to Agent Orange is absolutely the, the episode title.
1: <laughs> yeah, Clippy to Agent Orange. Yeah, that one did suck a bit. Uh cat. <laughs> I've never heard of Qcat. The the
2: definition of worst is like different for each every single item we've talked about. Here's so what far. I think happened. Patrick, <laughs>
0: like, can I make can I make a can I make a guess at what happened? They asked 50 different employees at Time <laughs> Magazine what their number one worst thing or, was Or or like,
2: like they asked like 10 people to come up with
0: 5 and like This list was not <laughs> yeah. curated by the same person. Like, what is this going, Qcat? I don't even yeah, know what it yeah, is. Yeah, apparently is
1: this? Qcat was a device you would scan like a barcode oh, and it would it would bring up a website. Yeah, 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 Dead. yeah. I remember the
2: that. QR scanner, basically.
1: Well, kind but not, I don't like think QR is barcode. Uh, yeah, subprime that. mortgages. <laughs> That's true. We have movies about it. Go watch them. <laughs> crinoline or crinoline. Never heard of this, but it's it a is. type this, of fabric. It's this big, like apparently this big, wide, six foot round dress thing this person's oh, wearing. Okay. Okay. Uh, it was worn with a corset and it couldn't. Highly flammable. You couldn't, flammable. <laughs> you couldn't get out seem the door. Awful. With it awful. Yeah the virtual <gasps> boy
0: this is what? not
1: a 50 worst Great. of all time wow i remember all the time, boxing the racing. it looks beautiful mm-hmm. uh farmville oh my goodness. this is on here because of the amount of time that it wastes i know lots destroys. of mother-in-laws who would uh who would disagree with that one
2: the like i don't remember like i think like the president of this place that i used to work like got fired because like his secretary he was, like told everybody that he was playing farmville for he was hours farm- every okay. day
1: hydrogenated like, oil. By the way, there's a great episode of Revisionist History specifically about how McDonald's fries used to be like done in beef tallow link, and now the they're in done the... in oil. Uh, and it talks, it, it talks about what led there and how like there's really no health benefit. In it. It's very, very fascinating. But hydrogenated oil. Um, Hunnigar, which honey is and actually... Honey That's 100% what it is. But it's um, honey is... and apple cider vinegar. And I it was supposed to be a idea. health drink.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Why, does, why is Heisenberg possible?
1: measuring
0: it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Walter that is White is like evil DeForest, for sure. <laughs> Deforest C. Jarvis that you're okay. seeing there. All right. Sure. Um, hydrogen blimps. Yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Heard about that? Hair in a can. Oh, this
2: is this is like a nor- this is still a thing people use. I wouldn't
1: say it's normal, but it's like sp- let's it's, normalize hair in a can, well, everybody. Uh, this it's like is, spray paint with lumps in it. that's the name that's the name of my autobiography (laughs) Uh, oh my gosh these are so funny uh, gosh yep auto (laughs) two i'm surprised this is on the list it's got t-pain on it yeah wearing a top hat
0: (laughs) wait does the t and t-pain stand for top hat
1: no no Uh, red dye number two so, okay. the reason this is on here is because it was rumored to be linked to causing cancer. It was pulled. Uh, it's no longer used with MMs. However, I don't think there's any official deaths uh, caused by red dye number two, but it. it makes a list. Uh, the Ford Pinto. <laughs> I use the Ford Pinto. Literally, the Ford Pinto and the.
0: Um, uh, oh my gosh! What's the other one that I use? Uh, I use those. T- I, t- I use two cars t- regularly to make fun of people who drive cars like bad cars. And, and it's the this Ford one. one. Yes,
1: this single-handedly makes me want to own one. A Geo Metro. A Geo Metro. I'm, I'm gonna start looking for one that now that I've seen this list. A parachute jacket. What's um, that? I don't know. I think it's a jacket. Is it the same as
0: parachute pants?
1: Yeah. I think. Or does a, it
2: actually work as a parachute? Or real quick. Works as a so this is a
1: very short statement. Um... Designed in 1912 by inventor Franz Reichelt, the parachute jacket had a high-profile unveiling when Reichelt wore one for a jump from the Eiffel Tower. It didn't deploy, and he died. <laughs> so, <laughs> pretty, pretty straightforward.
2: Yeah, it seems pretty. This one, that one, definitely qualifies for the there worst.
1: Beta Max. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. Um, okay, okay, hold on. Let's see. I don't uh, know why that's. So a bad, baby cage. I've seen these before. <gasps> they would put those. babies outside their windows. Like if you lived in an apartment in like a high rise. And so a baby couldn't yeah. go outside because you didn't have a yard. To get this fresh air. Fit, it would fit out your window kind of like a, an AC unit. Okay, but so it was, like, like I have that for there. my cat. Yes. But
2: like he weighs five pounds. Like- <laughs>
0: well,
1: but hang on, hang on, hang on. This was,
0: this. you gotta remember, this was before a time where we could just give kids iPads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. This is the same. thing I don't thing.
1: think I would put my kid out a window, but yeah. Tanning beds. Okay. For fair. being like cancer chambers. Okay. Uh, Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with this one. I stand Fun by fact, this one. Crocs are edible, hundred percent. Oh. Yeah. The hula it's chair. Horrifying. I remember seeing the <gasps> I hula remember chair the on TV. commercials for this. <laughs> it was to, it was to give you abs, right?
0: <laughs>
2: like yeah like yeah you, you like swirl your butt in a circle like as it you would sit th- in it at work like yeah.
1: It <laughs> would work farts out of me all day if I had one of these. Uh, I can tell you, I can tell you, you do not need that chair to work them out. I've worked next to you. (laughs) Uh, Foursquare. That's odd. I didn't realize Foursquare was this divisive. I kind of enjoyed Foursquare. you like the game, Foursquare? Well, not a, not no, the game. no,
0: no, 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 no! The
1: application. It was essentially oh, like where you checked where you're into at. spots, yeah. and if you checked yeah, okay, it more than okay, other sorry. people, you became the king of that spot. Or I, whatever. I do
2: remember Foursquare the app now, but my brain went to like the I, playground game
0: first. When I was self-employed for like a hot second, like my when I had my LLC for my design uh, studio stuff, I checked into my design studio, which was my living room, um, so much that I became the king, and they sent me a wall like a window cling that said. Foursquare on it. Like I got this like thing from Foursquare.
1: I would totally still use that. Um okay, papa bads. Yeah, obviously yeah, garbage. Yeah. Phone fingers. Um
0: <laughs>
2: Is this like if you don't want to get fingerprints on your phone? Like yeah, a... it
1: looks
0: like it. Or
2: you're uh, trying to like rob a bank.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it's a hundred percent to keep fingerprints off your phone, but for yeah. it to still work because it still has to get mm-hmm. uh, the it they're has just to mimic like the like finger skin.
2: condoms, you know, like yeah, that's exactly so what weird. it is.
1: Uh, CFCs, yeah, it's terrible. Ozone layer, something. Plastic grocery bags—they're almost gone now. The bumpet?
2: It? Okay, <laughs> it's a hair, to, a hair thing.
1: It literally goes up under your hair to make yeah. the, the back of your head look bigger. Like I, I don't it's understand like,
2: it's the like point. A New we Jersey call them the Tammy thing, Baker. where you have like that big bump right here. Like,
1: okay, <laughs> there's the documentary on Netflix about the girl that was like the woman that was in like the Nashville church that like weight loss was super important.
2: Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And
1: her hair just gets taller. Like mm-hmm. every year that passes, just looks like she ups the size on her bumpet and she looks ridiculous she's just stacking them it's like gauges for like you know like
2: your mm-hmm. ear but it's like yeah. for her bump it. it's like
1: <laughs> um the electric facial mask there's it a commercial for like it we don't have time casing. to watch it i'm assuming it's for like skincare it, like, like
0: stimulates your face yeah. follicles probably
2: like electrocutes you or
0: something sony cd copy yeah, protection
1: it, it, obviously super annoying um yeah. I Venetian mean. blind sunglasses? Oh. Hard disagree. Oh. Hard disagree that this makes oh. worse inventions.
2: I really like that the no, no. worst invention picture was of Kanye
0: West wearing them. It's, like been, <laughs> it's that and Agent Orange, everybody. Let's remember, yep, there's
1: a yep. spectrum here.
2: Venetian blind sunglasses uh, there's there's and Agent Orange.
1: A uh, pet, pet spa? <laughs> that is uh-huh.
2: stupid, I'm not going to lie, but...
1: I don't. I don't remember this. Uh, the Pontiac Aztec. I think it's oh my still, gosh! Speaking on. of
2: Walter White, It's an ugly car. <laughs>
1: Speaking I, of Walter White, hold on. I drove an Aztec, a yellow Aztec, when I was in high school. Oh I had God. one for several years. <laughs> you are that the one who not
2: picture of this worst invention. It was ones, a perfectly
1: reliable car, and they were yeah. cheap because nobody wanted them, and they look like yeah. barf. They look fine. And it was probably one of only three cars <laughs> that fit your body. It was very comfortable. <laughs> it's Got Snuggy, a high ceiling. Snuggy for dogs.
2: Oh my the goodness. picture was really funny because I thought that that was one dog at first, but it's two dogs wearing them. So that was even, that was just.
1: Okay, this is the Miser flying car, which, by the way, was wings strapped onto a Ford Pinto.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, and this looks like
2: pre Wright brothers. Like, this looks terrible. <laughs>
1: uh, listen, listen. During a test flight in California, the Pinto broke fle- uh, free plummeted to the earth and killed the inventor and his passenger. You can just oh. look
2: at this thing and imagine that the first time anyone uses it, they're going to die.
0: Like, Oh gosh, it's Walter White again. Um, yeah. is the, did, Didn't yeah. the Segway inventor die a similar way? On his, on his vehicle, yeah, did he ride his Segway off a cliff? On, off a like, cliff? on an <laughs>
1: off-road <laughs> Segway, he drove off a cliff and died. That is true. Asbestos. Yeah, yeah that's that makes sense. a bad sense. one for sure. Asbestos Alestra. Which is supposed to be like healthier oil, I guess. But I guess it's worse for yeah, you. I don't I know guess. all the details around know, it. But I know obviously. it was like some type of oil substitute. Or maybe it
0: just didn't work well because the branding was so bad. The comfort
1: Uh-oh. wipe. Shut up. I've what? never seen this. This is a wand to get you. butt You would use it?
0: this, Patrick. You would
1: use Why this. Why would don't you just buy a, a bidet? Like 18 <laughs> inches of reach. Can you imagine someone I only need eating? six. Patrick, <laughs> I, I only need six, Patrick. Like- <laughs> <laughs> okay, fake ponytails. We're almost done already. This not is everybody. a worst
2: invention ever by a long shot because these can be like the extensions. Like that's not a that's
1: not a bad yeah, thing. Yeah, and plus, like maybe they're I, fake ponytails. That's the well, this we haven't said what it is fake going. ponytails. Is it possible that someone could have like alopecia and use these? Right. Yeah. Yes. Like a,
2: there's a million good applications yeah, for so a fake ponytails. Sh- so I don't even know why this, this is on the sensitive list. insensitive
1: Time Magazine don't put this. Head-on like someone on. who
2: like had a really bad experience with extensions or something. I remember I
1: remember, <laughs> remember head-on. Do you remember what that? Head-on. No, what is it? This yeah, to relieve this. headaches by like rubbing chapstick on your forehead.
0: The ads were so aggressive. They would say head-on. Da 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 da. Head-on.
1: Da 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 da. Like it was so aggressive the never language. Never heard of this. Okay, pay toilets. Oh yeah. I just well, got yeah, back from is... England by the way. Yeah. <laughs> this was my Very experience. Common. You have to pay to pee. Yeah, tamagotchis
2: a public, are not the worst. Public toilets cost that. money.
1: Yes, okay. uh, tamagotchi. They're fucking wonderful. Okay, who doesn't love tamagotchi? Jeez, well, look up. Hey, <laughs> <Okay>, I'm not. <laughs> no oh. comment. Oh jeez. Let it gasoline. Sure, I trust you. The vibrating ab belt. Hey, I maybe where it. it looks. I wear it. All right, we're down to the top four. Spam email. Yeah, that's yeah. that sucks. Ass. Um smell o vision, which is what inspired all of this.
0: I don't know that that's a bad... I I like if they could have perfected it, that it would have been super maybe, cool.
1: But, yeah. But in fairness, but if didn't. you go to that, like the, the 4D <laughs> max theater I was talking about, they basically have modern smell o Uh this was meant this this was actually used in a movie theater. It's supposed to um enhance your movie going experience. Yeah, like it makes it 4D. Smile checks. Um, this is a... So I'll give you context for this one. Employees of Japan's Cayenne Electric Express Railway started facing morning smile checks in which they were subjected to software that analyzed their facial expression to produce a rating of their smile on a scale of 0 to 100 they also had to carry around I images of their ideal smile as something to aspire to throughout the day.
2: This is like Severance wow. for real. Like that's yeah. so creepy. Like, yeah. don't, do not like.
1: Did you see the video of having to like facial recognition like scan in to get access to toilet paper in a public bathroom? No, that's, but, that, that's right. a China that's thing, that's not a Japan awful. thing. But it's like wild. Okay, last one. Last one. Microsoft Bob. What is I don't that? Know Bob. Imagine a whole operating system designed around Clippy and you get the crux of Microsoft Bob designed to be an easier interface for Windows 95. I don't remember this at all. And I Mm -hmm. should remember this. Um, Bob envisioned your computer as his house with you as a guest. Ever so accommodating. He even supplied cartoon sidekicks to guide you through simple tasks. The software was expensive and overly cutesy and it failed to compete with Apple's Macintosh user-friendly standard. And though Bob is long gone, he left enduring blight on the web. Comic Sans, perhaps the worst <gasps> font of all time, was created exclusively for Bob. That that's amazing. That's the best usage of your soundboard <laughs> to date. I know. Perfection. I appreciate I had it, it. I had it locked and loaded. That was for you.
2: Wow.
0: But uh, I don't That's where Comic, Bob for
2: Comic Sans came <laughs> from.
0: Why didn't Comic Sans make the list? <laughs> yeah shit
2: papyrus right after it you're putting tamagotchi
1: but you're leaving comic sans out there okay you
2: put hair extensions on here
1: (laughs) i just cannot believe i'm gonna be honest like agent orange is like vile Yeah. yeah so like it's not even worth saying like, I, it's, it's, it's such like, a weird thing to explain. I'm surprised Holocaust didn't make it to the freaking. <laughs> exactly. <out of laughs> exactly. Like, if, he had invasion. <laughs> you know, but smell of vision Black diamonds. Like, this other stuff. Like, I don't. Why was it on <laughs> oh. there?
2: Oh my word. Especially because stuff like subprime mortgages on there, like (laughs) NFTs and cryptocurrency could have been on there, like so many things. Yeah, put (laughs)
1: NFTs and and replace H.M. Orange. That's just weirdly (sighs) dark for (sighs) that (laughs) that list. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
2: like That's i said why, i definitely think there was like a different definition of worst first like at least it, three people's and definitions it was, yeah it like, wasn't
0: curated by the same person this list was definitely was, was a it was community list. yeah, yeah. community driven for sure okay well
1: it's it's not exhaustive it's not necessarily <sighs> endorsed but there is times 50 worst inventions of all time that's that's one of the better categories you've brought in a that long time. So, very <laughs> very all right, <laughs> Lauren, beautiful. it's
0: so well all researched you researched by
2: time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that was great. Uh, so, moving uh, on from the time category, we are going to talk about Marvel's latest adventure in time and space: uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania, which is the biggest mouthful of words since Planet of the Apes. <laughs> yeah.
0: can, can I just take a second? Lauren, I would be remiss to not applaud you physically, oh, not with a soundboard. That was the best natural organic transition <laughs> you've ever made ever. It was thank really, you, really, and we so. never expect that again.
2: you you've
0: you've done what you needed to do. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I did my best. Um, yeah. so last week, I rolled a one. and uh, as my punishment, you guys assigned me to draw a picture which I am posting in Slack. Right now. Um, And you told me to draw Kang in Jessica Rabbit's dress. and It didn't really turn out the way that I had thought in my head, but it's fine because I did something in the the small amount of time that I had to do there. So I did kind of a Jessica Rabbit inspired drawing of Kang.
0: Is that not <laughs> just fine. his normal outfit?
2: <laughs> I was think I was trying to like draw it like as a combination thing and it didn't really work out how like how I had it in my head, but I didn't have time to redraw it either. So I was like, this is what we've got for today.
1: I <laughs> was just imagining Jessica Rabbit's body <laughs> with Kang's head on it. That's what I was I trying imagined. to like,
2: combine them more, and I think I like just overthought it. So I did like the cape like that's red like her or like orange like her hair kind of, and then did the, like the red and purple inspired. So he has like the gloves and boots that are like hers more, yeah. and then just like drew Kang's outfit more or less. I was trying. I did this. What's quickly, under here? So was
0: for your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> next time you roll number one guess what i'm having you draw oh gosh so Um, jedi
1: said just Kanga rabbit i said jonathan major hottie (laughs) yeah i like jonathan Jonathan. major hottie so much yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's It's much better
2: Uh, but yeah, so now that I have paid the toll, I can talk about Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was all just yes. a gateway for you to be able to talk about what you were going to talk about anyway. <laughs> whether we <No. laughs> whether we did it around the cat- as a category or around the table. So we just yeah. really leaned into what we knew was happening.
2: But now that it is the end of the episode and it is our full category and everything, we can talk spoilers and everything because this movie came out this weekend. We've all seen it and I just think that would be kind of fun to tag on. If you do not want to hear spoilers for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania... We're we're gonna have some, maybe not like major major spoilers, I guess, but I feel like there's so much stuff in this movie that we could talk about, and it'd be more fun with if we can just like be fully like honest with whatever happens. And so like if you don't want to hear it, skip this part. It's at the end of the episode.
0: Yeah. Well, this real quick then. If you're if you're listening to this uh, or you're watching this right now and you you want to bounce now, that's fine. But just make sure you follow us on. Uh, Twitch, twitch twitch.tv slash M of one podcast and follow, subscribe, use your Bezos bucks to uh, your prime subscription to subscribe and you never have to miss an episode. Uh, You can follow us on uh, all the Instagrams. (laughs) <laughs> there's one Instagram, but it's at M of One <laughs> yeah. Podcast on there. Uh, you can join us in our Slack channel. Just go to M of One.network slash Slack. And you can also find us on M of One.network for show notes and links to all the stuff that we talked about. And we talked about a lot in this episode. A lot already. Um, And stuff that you can buy, stuff that you can read, stuff that you can do. So uh, hit up those links. And uh, while you're there, check out the archive. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff in there as well. Uh, I think that's all that you need from us. So um, you can leave us now and we'll, we'll see you next week. But Lauren, take it away
2: all right so we're gonna talk about ant-man and the wasp quantum mania like i said we've all had a chance to see it it just came out this weekend this is marvel's 32nd film in the mcu oh my word who, who how, how do you think this number is really gonna get because i think it's gonna be insane like when you think about the fact that like this is maybe never supposed to end i guess like, 79
1: <laughs> 79 is where they're capping it not if fans have anything to say about it <laughs> be way before then
2: Yeah, this movie is very uh, divisive. I think it's like kind of... What did you you say before? Like, it's like Marmite or whatever. You love it or you hate it, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I I have like kind of mixed feelings on this movie because I think like practically I could complain about so many things. Like if we just like went down a list, I have like maybe more like obvious negative complaints. But I had a lot of fun watching this movie and was laughing really hard and like haven't had as much fun watching a Marvel movie in a long time. So... If nothing else worked, at least they they, you know, got a couple chuckles like I think like this movie tried to do a lot of things. I don't think they accomplished everything that they wanted to, but it was a fun ride. So uh, this movie is kind of like an this is the first movie for phase five, which is kind of interesting. Like I didn't realize that that was like the kickoff. So Wakanda forever ended phase four and we are now in phase this is going to include Guardians of the Galaxy 3 the Marvels uh, the next Captain America movie Thunderbolts and Blade in the like movie universe so um, kind of like a weird combination of movies but like Ant-Man is like the one of this list that's kind of like well, I guess, like, Guardians is equally established because it's going to have its, like, third one as well. But, like, everything, a lot of the other ones are, like, much weirder and than this one is, I think. Even though this one managed to get really, really weird, I was kind of proud of it for how weird it was. Like, there's a whole alien species that live in, or, like, universe and it's, like, society that live in the quantum realm. So, like, we had all this cool stuff that we got introduced to in this movie. and And maybe... Do you guys want to start with what you liked first or what we didn't like sure. first?
1: Sure. Uh, we'll, we'll do likes.
0: My like, okay. uh, I liked that it was wacky and I liked, it was, two, it was two movies. I liked that one of those movies was wacky and goofy and fun and silly and playful. I also liked the very serious high stakes movie uh, that was the second half of this movie. Yeah. And that's where I'll leave the likes.
1: I'll, I'll do mine real quick. Jonathan Majors mm-hmm. is beautiful. Yeah. Like he could just read a phone book and I, I would love every minute. And I, even though I've heard some a negativity on the interwebs about uh, the amount of green screenery, I actually thought the, a lot of the settings and environment were really cool. You got this real, I'm looking at the world that lives inside the lint trap from my mm-hmm. dryer. And somehow I thought that was like super appropriate for the world beneath ours um so even though there were some disconnected bits with the creatures themselves the actual like environment i thought was pretty awesome and again jonathan majors like yeah he absolutely lived up to every bit of my expectation
2: Mm -hmm. i also want to shout out michael douglas who was having the most fun out of anybody shooting this movie like he was just cracking me up like have you guys seen that promo where like him and paul rudd are like like clapping and they're just saying yes. ants yes i feel like, <laughs> he was, like living that energy throughout this whole movie and that was just like that got me a long way that was just really like he was having a good time and it was and i like michael douglas like as a serious actor as well but like that's not what he does in these ant-man movies and i love no. it like how yeah. like amazing
1: i'm gonna circle back to that but real quick say your your likes because i want to then circle back to the michael douglas i also
2: think like the way that they kind of expanded the ant powers in this movie was very fun and creative where like there's the like thousands and millions of ant-mans and they all like pile up like
0: ants to like reach the thing that's very much wreck it ralph breaks the internet
2: Yeah, yeah, but I I like that it's, like, we see new extensions of the ant powers, like, every time, and so, like, they, like, he became, like, the ants, you know, like, so that was kind of cool, and then, like, the the part where, like, the ant farm ants come back, like, I figured they were coming back, because they, like, showed them very obviously getting sucked in with them Mm -hmm. or whatever, and it's Ant-Man, let's, you know, we gotta have some ants, but I really liked the way that they, like, came in and then, like, helped out at the end, and, like, hopefully the ants ran a, like you know cool and fair society afterwards they seem to be taking over everything but like i i just thought that was like super like that worked really really well
1: yeah yeah uh, circling to my uh cuz we we're, we're going to don't likes now and and mm-hmm. i have the 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 words i already used before were around this idea of just it's unfinished. It needed some more drafts. We had a lot of it, it felt like a a something that was still in the storyboard phase. Like, if you imagine that we have scene uh, A and we have uh, scene B and we have scene C, but we haven't really taken the time to like connect those very fluidly. It just felt like here's A, here's B, here's C. And a lot of the action within that was like setup, execution, we're done. And the the flow was very jarring and weird for large segments of the movie. But that said, in terms of we're just kind of talking about too much stuff for the runtime and too many people. I wish this film had just centered around uh, Michael Douglas's character instead. I wish <laughs> I actually it was his wanna, story.
2: I the movie that I want to see like plucked from this movie is the like Michelle Pfeiffer and. Uh, Jonathan Majors Kang, like when he first crash lands, I want, I want to watch that. Like <laughs> I would yeah. totally be into that.
0: Absolutely. I, so I, like I said, I liked the goofy, funny, wacky, crazy movie. And I liked the serious high stakes. You know, there's, there's lots of things, big, bad, like set up. I liked that. I don't think the two movies worked together. it felt disjointed at moments. It felt like there were moments I really wanted to be, I really wanted it to be serious and there's moments that I really wanted it to just be goofy and it 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 didn't I feel feel like it tried to be too many
2: things like I agree that there's like this movie had a too many things problem but I think they handled it a little better than like Wakanda forever did where I was like literally why is Riri Williams in this movie at all at least this one I was like I see why you included all these characters in this movie for these reasons and then like I think like the editing at the end though was like painfully bad where like there's clearly stuff that they cut out in the fights where like there's a part where like, um, hope like throws Scott as like a baseball basically when he's tiny and she's big. And then like, they smash this thing, but they never, the last time you saw Scott, like he was huge and like standing somewhere else. And then all of a sudden she can throw him, which makes sense. Like when you're like, obviously they just made this plan and did this, but they like cut out the scene where they talked about doing that. So he literally just moves across the battlefield and like does another move. And something like that happened quite a few times at the end where it's like, you're trying to track this. You're doing a terrible job, but at least like you can tell who everybody is and, you know, follow them. But yeah. Yeah. And this yeah. was
0: <laughs> so. Speaking of characters that you said a second ago, characters that are unnecessary. Um, I this love. One that I didn't. I didn't I love Modok. All right, I love Modok <laughs> as a character. I love Modok. Mm-hmm. When I saw that it was him, I was excited. As yeah. the gold face, I was like, okay, that's a cool choice. All right, I get it because he's really goofy looking, and we don't want him to be. Yeah, super yeah. Goofy. When he first came mask, up,
2: I was I thought it was kind of cool. Like, and
0: then the mask comes off, and I'm like, what the hell is happening here? When I first saw Modok, I thought. Yes, we're getting Patton Oswalt because this is the Pat. This is the Modoc too. This is the Modoc Patrick I was telling you about. This is the Modoc that is Patton Oswalt that he voices. um, That he voices, and I yes, he is a weird looking character. So yeah, it's going to be weird. But how they stretched um, the actor's face to make it it work—that was awful. It was bad. Like it didn't.
2: It was genuine. I, it looked like an Instagram filter, like, of yeah, the potato thing. Like, did, that's it what it looked look like. It didn't
1: crisp. It looked like it was, like, stretched, it's, and it just, it just it's wasn't. It's like watching something in 1080, and you have one object that's 720 thrown in or something. It was, yeah. like,
2: the worst Uncanny Valley moment. Like, every time that, like, he came on screen with I don't his even know that face it was showing,
1: uncanny it Valley took me away. As much as it was just, like, it literally looked low res <laughs> compared yeah, low, low to what was around is good, it yeah it's a good point yeah like,
0: the world that they were lit that they were in was so vibrant yeah it was so, so luscious crisp. so cool and like so yeah i got to i got to talk last week with um one of the the lead um designers uh 3d designers who worked on the scenery and worked on mm-hmm. the creatures and things like that i got to talk to him uh, for my lecture podcast were fun. and that was beautiful and that was amazing and that didn't seem like that transferred to one of what was a B character, but it had a lot of really up close, um, like FaceTime on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. B character. <laughs> um, and I don't understand why, like, why not just hand, so that the guy's name is Adam Blair. Why not just hand Adam Modoc and say, Hey, can you fix this? Because <laughs> this, this isn't, this isn't, I didn't hit like all that. the things that we need to.
2: I think that they made an intentional choice to make it look that way. And that, and like, for me, it didn't work, but I talked to people this morning that said that they loved it and thought it was hilarious and one of their favorite parts
0: of the movie. So, uh, you know, like yeah. I don't agree, but we need the hilarity there, like the whole the whole thing about don't be a dick, like that whole thing, like which it was they already funny. did in Guardians of the Galaxy. It they was literally, funny, but it, they made the it, same joke. Like, <laughs> you didn't need that in this in this moment in this film. It was just too, it was too over I did, the top. Like, I did moments. think
2: the the joke at the end, where he's like, "I'm an Avenger," right? Was the like a good joke actually? Great. But like, that's a great joke. I didn't need that 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 in there in the whole scheme of things. And I think there's that could have been a way to streamline things a lot. I think you didn't need to split up the team when they landed. You could have kept them together and gotten a lot of the same beats and like just. Had the movie move faster, which is kind of they like, did so many things that didn't pay off, I felt like.
1: I know that in Love and Thunder we got a lot of complaints from the community about the, um, the humor being over the top and like kind of unrelenting, you know, like the idea of the goat screaming or something. Mm-hmm. But it was consistent. Like you yeah. cannot argue that movie that was the tone thing. wasn't consistent throughout the film.
2: Yeah, it, it definitely and- Again, they made their choice, you know. Yeah.
1: Quantum Mania to me is just a great example of inconsistency. I mean, it's yeah. it's and, yeah. and Andrew, that's what you alluded to when you were saying two films, yeah. But the the jokes with Modoc did not land for me at all because it was so inconsistent, it just felt like I was watching an outtake on YouTube after the fact, or that I was watching um gag reel or something, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it, I, it or yeah. like the, it was something from the writer room that someone said as a joke that should have been cut. And for some reason it made it all the way to the final. Like it just felt so jarring they, they didn't in need, relation to the rest of the film.
0: They didn't need Ant-Man and Modoc because Paul Rudd carries that sensibility in any role that he brings. Let him be that role for this movie. Why add a secondary well, version a, like, of it? Like,
2: yeah, or you could have given jokes to like some of the other new characters that they showed up, like although they meet a whole new group of people. Like, you know. They
0: gave they gave plenty of jokes to that blob who didn't have any holes. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: <laughs> Kirby. <Curvy. laughs>
0: oh my Yeah. Goodness. I do
2: think like Patrick, you said earlier, like it kind of felt like an early draft thing. And I do think there was a lot of like themes like especially like emotional themes that they like set up and didn't pay off like the idea that like both like hope lost her mom like for many years in the quantum realm and then like cassie her daughter loses her dad in a similar way for many years and they never talked about that is ridiculous like they it's a really good setup for like a cool conversation and no one in this movie wants to talk about it they had the same kind of thing where like Kang offers uh, Janet like the same deal of that she, like he wants to like offer Paul Rudd where it's like I can give you time back like this really truly precious resource that only I can give you like they didn't actually spend any time thinking about that as an option they're just like no 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 I'm a hero I don't do that but I think that would have been really cool to be like what if you made a deal with the devil like that's kind of what they're asking and like they didn't even consider it like that's kind of a boring
1: choice okay so White Lotus We've all seen it, and you remember in season one of White Lotus when there's the conversation around. Uh, I think the first time around the lunch table, second time was around the dinner table. It's with the wealthier family, and the daughter uh, and her friend are very big on like social and cultural activism, and the father and mother are seemingly anti that. But they all they all have like good points, right? So like, mm-hmm. there's a the 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 daughters. Have a, a good point. The parents have a good point. You don't fully believe either side is completely correct. But when you listen to the conversation and it unearths the complexity and what's going on, you realize that there's validity to both sides. Even if initially you picked a side, like as it unfolds over the course of that conversation or or the the coming days, you realize, hey, this is a complex issue. There's validity both ways maybe they all suck, maybe they're all good. It's how you look at it. Going into Ant-Man, seemingly, uh his daughter is the same way. She's like this social like activist. And they yeah. tease that in the first part of the film.
2: And then they didn't pay that one off either. I had and that on my list And then nothing comes
1: from that. Which There's no complexity up, like, to it. Which they also set like in a bunch
2: of like freedom fighters. Like her grandma was one of them. Like that was a really easy thing to be like, the reason we need to fight with these people is I believe in it. Dad, I can convince you that it's worth taking these risks. Not something they wanted to talk about. And I
1: about. was like- <laughs> hoping that they would start unearthing some of this complexity and you would start yeah. seeing these different points of view and nothing nothing. Well, ever I happened. also
2: heard this on like another podcast, but they brought up this great idea idea where it's like ant-man is kind of like the loser avenger like he's aquaman like he talks to ants like he should have to wrestle with like that was his one like good game like his one like his his moment in high school you know like he peaked already and he's like what do i how do i be a hero now and he's like writing books and stuff and she's judging him for it you know i think this is like they could have done a lot with that
1: but then on that note like going to a more complex decision with kang i mean i'm not saying disney wants to wade into the or Marvel wants to wade into these these more nuanced discussions, especially as I they pertain to like political fine. or cultural issues. Yeah. But then in that case, I can't really trust them to wade into nuanced discussion in terms of like Kang and the options that he gives to like Paul Rutt's character. Right. So it's tough. Like part of me sees it because like part of me understands it from the standpoint of this is meant to be fairly universal. Simple concepts are easy to get across. And we don't want to bog ourselves down in, in the complexity of the real world. But then the other side says that, well, that doesn't really make for a good movie if everything is so cut and dried and there's not really a choice at the end of the day based on like what we're given. Um, so I don't know if the problem is me or them, but it's a problem. I think
2: it's also like if you're going to be diving into superheroes 32 movies deep, like start asking some questions. Like We don't need like a black and white battle anymore. Like I think you can have a lot more fun with this and ask questions and have these emotional moments. And it's not all like
0: a bad thing or like a scary thing that they need to avoid. Can I ask, can I ask this question? Did anybody else feel that some of the stakes of this movie were removed and some of the excitement of this movie was removed because we knew how it was going to end? Sure. We knew, we knew it was ending. We knew it was ending with a collection of Kings like we knew that cake isn't dying in this film right right yeah Yeah,
2: i think that they could have made like made some stakes in it work better at the ending where like i but just in
0: general though like answer that question of did you Oh yeah that
2: they're not really gonna beat him here like yeah like you knew this was this was
0: not gonna be the end of this you knew this was the setup for what is going to be the next several actually the next several phases yeah we're gonna be dealing with Mm -hmm. kang for several phases of marvel films
2: I'm not sure because, like, I, I was genuinely surprised that they took one out in this movie. I thought this was going to be, like, kind of um, like Kang Prime or, like, the one that we're afraid of, you know? Um, but that's not the direction that they went. So that was a little bit of a twist from what I expected. I mean, in fairness, big, we but don't know I'm that Kang like, was yeah, taken <laughs> out.
0: <laughs> that's so funny. We do, we do, though. We do know because at the end, said, he says- he said, yeah, in the credits the, scene. The, King, the other Kang came back and he says, do we know that he's dead? He said, yes, that I that's why I'm here because yeah, I feel I, that he's dead.
2: Absolutely thought the same thing where I'm like, you carried him off with a bunch of ants. Like this is the star Wars falling down a whole thing. You're definitely not dead officially. Like so,
0: <laughs> star Wars. Was this not just a big cantina scene? Dude, (laughs) I actually think this is way more Rick and Morty
2: than Star Wars. Because at first I'm like, yes, that cantina scene is is that. But this, the Council of Kangs is the Council of Ricks. Like there's so many Rick and Morty-isms, which one of the writers was in this as well. But I felt like I was watching some Rick and Morty by the end of this. There's so many jokes
0: that felt like that. just where this lives. I love Bill Murray and I hated him in this film.
2: That that was that was that wasn't the thing that something that bothered me like a lot about this movie. But uh, and, I will and, say yeah. like on the ending, something that I kind of wish is like I wish it wasn't such a happy and easy ending, like that they just got to get out so easily. Like I think it would have made a bit like a little bit better if like Scott and Hope had stayed stuck there and I not hope been he able- died. Oh,
1: you mean I've that done. there were stakes? Yes. yes. There were none Thank in you. the And and that's the that's and, the like, whole and thing. And like and we know
2: that like getting stuck in the quantum realm is not a death sentence now and they're together, so there's like even some upside to that ending anyway but like i just thought it would have been interesting plus then ant-man sees what happens after this thing where like this new like all the ants take over like what happens after king leaves like he can help all these people and then we have an excuse to go back there after you just established this whole new dimension and world of cool characters
1: and stuff i I (laughs) honestly think it would have been better for my excitement and better for the my like not just in the moment but my future excitement if Sixty percent of the good guys were killed by Kang, and Kang stayed alive. That would yeah. have been better.
2: I thought. I thought like at least one of them was going to die out of the four of them in there. I'm like not I'm like a nihilist
1: five. when it comes to movies. Like I,
0: I like happy endings, but yeah. that this one was, was too, too happy. It
2: was, it was, was too happy. easy because it's also like this is supposed to be Thanos. Like even if this is like a clone of Thanos, it's not like the best one or whatever. It shouldn't be easy.
1: Yeah, uh, right, I exactly. Yeah, I agree. So if the comic relief Avenger beats a Kang. Then what does that mean for the future of dealing with kink? In the,
2: yeah. And in theory, this was a King that was like a, a pretty bad one. Like he said, like if I get out, I'm killing all the other ones. Well, he like, he <laughs> was
1: he was banished
0: by all the. Yeah, others. Like he's yeah. clearly not not good. Um, okay, can we skip past? Because we can we can just lean in that. But yeah, yeah, we can go. Can we skip past onto Loki? We knew. Yeah, yeah, we, we hoped. Scene. We hoped, and we saw Loki. How did we feel
1: about that little preview to Loki season two?
2: genuinely got really happy when I saw
1: him it's funny someone in chat said that that was like the best part of the entire yeah. movie was seeing the stinger which <laughs> is an indictment on the movie itself right. but truly like uh I loved Loki I mean I that's probably my favorite I would like to leave him consistent I need to go back and watch but I think I rated that as my favorite Marvel show
2: I'd say that was that's my favorite one as well and I also like I, I didn't know this like when I saw this, but I've like since uh found out about like that version of Kang that they found there. And I'm now like super intrigued about like season two of Loki knowing this. And I'm like, but, very yeah. good job, you guys. And they actually set up something that's gonna come out like this year and not who knows right. when I'm so like, yeah, not like, like, it not actually like Loki will on. come back maybe. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like when will we ever see Charlize Theron in the MCU? Like 2030? Like I, this I'm like, this worked out great. Like Loki's coming out in a few months. I Good choice. She was even like, in a
1: teaser. Until <laughs> that's you the just one said where, that. where I'm
2: like, y'all, y'all are killing me. Like, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't but, even like, remember what you're talking about. The
2: Dr. Strange it, teaser, like yeah, for Multiverse about- of madness. Like Charlize Theron just shows up and like yanks him into a portal. And it's like
1: everything she saying
2: yeah
0: <laughs> i don't remember that at all
1: yeah really, she's in yeah. there but uh, that's the that's what happened is, she has a cool
2: purple outfit like
1: <laughs> kang is amazing loki's amazing they were in the same stinger i feel amazed yeah
2: i also think like loki fixes a lot of the problems we have like it has emotional stakes it, as it is funny sometimes like it's really interesting like you showed that Wilson's oh, back in it again like it's, it's it feels more balanced and like it's a it's a really exciting like thing to come next okay. for sure. Wait, wait,
1: wait. I will say one thing real quick because I know Andrew, you're about to you're about to tell us something, and I know I'm that. I'm going to tell you something very so. very quickly. That's my last problem with Ant Man is that so much of Ant Man was just explaining what happened in Loki, but Loki did that, so I didn't need a whole nother explanation. Oh, that is a
0: perfect. You couldn't set me up better for what is my biggest beef with this. All right, so. This is not a beef with the movie. This is a beef with people. So just sit sit back and relax for just a second while my blood pressure goes up.
2: But we'll take a sip of soda. We
0: were talking to some people who um, were talking about. They said I didn't understand what was happening. They didn't get what was happening. And we we're like, well, did you watch Loki? No, I was that Loki was boring. They made the phrase. They said the phrase that Loki is boring, and it like I'm triggered making a me. very
2: upset face.
0: It triggered me because <laughs> there's a couple things that that happen to me when I hear this phrase. One. When someone says that something is boring, it immediately has two has two functions that are happening. One is it sounds like they um are like a five-year-old, right? Like someone who says something is boring, it immediately makes me feel like they are just um they the are teacher. unable, uh they are are they are incapable of engaging something on a on a level that um requires some sort of thought, right? Um, you can be uninterested in something, but to say something is boring feels like it's a jab and it feels very juvenile and immature. So that's that's the first thing. And two, when you think about something like Loki, Loki is definitely not uninteresting. Boring means nothing happens, that no that no yeah. that like everything stays the same, that there's no action and there's no progression. Loki is one of the most progressional shows that we have ever gotten from Marvel. And it tells so much story, progresses the story so much and opens this world up to uh, this the multiverse before we had any other you know, view of the multiverse um, is the gateway to all of these things. It is the least boring thing that Marvel has put out in a long, long time. And mm-hmm. it is so crucial to the story arc. And people, just because it's not you know um captain america you know punching nazis or iron man shooting his you know his rockets out like it's not constant action in that way people like check out of it and i i don't think those people uh should be allowed to watch movies (laughs) because it feels to (laughs) me like they are incapable of well that's a hot take (laughs) of expanding like you don't you can't be considered that to me that feels like you you are really locked into marvel being a specific thing it's those it's that same mentality of people who don't like rides changing at disney and say you're ruining my childhood when you when you do a new take on something we talked for years patrick you were the champion of this you soapboxed this several times on the show years ago about how in order for you to stay interested in Marvel, they needed to expand and not just be superhero-y movies anymore. They needed to be genre-specific. They needed to dive into different things. Mm-hmm. And that's what Loki has done. That's what so many of these new properties have done. And I'm just a I'm just annoyed by people who who write everything off, baby in bathwater situation, right? With yeah. Um, yeah. things that are just Different. And they they do it under the guise of, oh, that was boring. And that to me mm-hmm. feels like such a well, it's just such a, a bad way to explain anything that's like this. And that's this, my soapbox. I'll step back off now.
2: I'll I'll like add on to that as well. Like this reminds me of like very like pointedly, like at the end of Game of Thrones, like I think like a big problem that happened is like a lot of people who started watching were just in it for like the big spectacle moments and just wanted to watch the big dragon fights and battles and didn't give a shit anymore about the like people talking in rooms that made the first three seasons amazing. It's like we don't care about those battles and we don't know why these people are fighting for it. Like that's what's interesting. We have the to know stakes, why yeah. they chose to like put their life on the line and go there. And so like. The talking in rooms, the boring part, like, it's not boring. You have to have a balance of this. So, like, the fact that, like, the Loki show has a not a climactic battle but a climactic conversation where the bad guy convinces them to kill him is insane. Like, that's yeah. amazing. Like, no one should say that that's boring. Can like, we, yeah,
0: can we just, as a collective, as a community, we, the three of us, and then everyone who's listening to this and supports the show, just go ahead and let's just knock the word boring out of our vernacular because yeah. we, as humans, uh, are creative beings. We, as adults, have options. If we are bored in a situation, just get creative <laughs> like move on from that thing especially if it's some sort of entertainment piece that you're trying to take don't don't call things boring anymore boring let's that word is just done like let's just be done with it it pisses me off lauren take us to the ratings
2: ratings for this movie i think despite a lot of a lot of complaints. And I, I said this at the very beginning. I was like, I know I have a lot of complaints about this movie, but I had a lot of fun. Like I did enjoy it when I watched it. It was kind of like sitting afterwards where I thought of a lot of problems, but like I, I had a fun watching it. So I'm going to
0: give it a seven.
1: Okay. All right, Patrick, what do you got? That's tough because I, like I said, I found a lot of the environments. Beautiful. Kang lived up to my expectation. I don't think I was ever bored. even though I think the transitions weren't handled well, a lot of stuff happened very quickly. So it's probably a six for me. I think I'm on the same boat with
0: you, Patrick. I think I'm, I think I'm in the six camp. I watched Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, just a, just right before we went and saw it. Um, like a couple hours before we went and saw it. I loved Ant-Man and Wasp, Ant-Man and Wasp, Mm -hmm. I felt like was a lot more balanced. It, it trended more toward the, the goofy side and the funny side. Um, Mm -hmm. So it was like a, a you know a true like 70-30 split, whereas this one felt like it was 50-50. Honestly, it felt like half and half. It felt like two different styles of movie trying to work together. Um, so that I think I'm gonna give it a six. Um, but I do, I do think, yeah, there, there's there's a lot of good about it. There was a lot of visual eye candy. Um, there was uh, a lot of, I, I do like Kang. I do like. I was going to um, say, I was like,
2: even though we, we kind of joked that like they, they beat this one and like, was it too easy? Like I genuinely am excited for like Jonathan Majors as Kang in the future. Like yeah. he's great. Like he's scary. He's threatening. Like he's going to be a good villain.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and we're here for, we're here for new things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <sighs> okay. All right, the next well, time we're going to get this uh, fired up is going to be when the Mario movie comes out. I can already feel it. It's oh, it's going to be, be a fun one. going to be. <laughs> that's what I really
2: hope hot. is good, but I don't know if it'll be. And that's oh, like Dungeons and Dragons movie is another one where I'm like, I want this to be good, but there's a big potential it could be terrible.
0: Patrick and I have some thoughts about it, but we need to save it. Because that's going to be a whole nother conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. So on that note, um, we'll do our second ending for this show, which is you can find all of our show notes and links to all the things that we're talking about over at MOF1.network. There you can also find an archive full of episodes where we talk about um stuff just like this and we talk about people we talk to people from the different industries where all this stuff exists so uh, go check that out and you can listen to those shows there we are just two episodes away from our 500th episode we have to figure out something to do for that yeah not right now. Talk, Yeah. Yeah. But we do need to figure out something that we're going to do for that 500th episode. Um, mm-hmm. and then you can join the conversation on Slack, be a part of what's happening every single day. Go to M of one.network slash Slack to be a part of that. And then never miss an episode. Catch us live right here on Twitch. If you're listening to this after the fact, um, come over to twitch twitch.tv slash podcast we show things we do things it's a very visual experience we can have conversations inside of here you can talk with us you can make us angry with your thoughts you can do all of that in real time <laughs> right here on twitch um and then you can also subscribe rate and review the show everywhere that podcasts are at when you do if you do it on um apple itunes Uh, Is it Apple Music now, Apple iTunes, whatever it is. If you do it it on Apple Podcasts, we will read it on air. We will do it in whatever voice you ask us to. We're not kidding. We really will do it. It's a lot of fun. Uh, On that note, we need to roll our
1: dice, um, Mm -hmm. and then
0: we need to get out of this episode.
1: I rolled while you were talking, and I rolled a 20.
2: Oh, nice. That's
1: very convenient. Very convenient. And very true. I loved every minute of it. Okay. Let me
2: get my dice here. (laughs) <laughs> I got a 22! <laughs> oh, pressure is on, man. 17. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it anyway. <laughs> yeah, 320s three,
2: three would have been insane. Like a podcast or
0: YouTube. <laughs> okay, great. Oh, and it um, is
2: a two, so there we go.
0: This was a fun and fiery festival of fellowship everybody i <laughs> <laughs> um, so glad that everybody could uh, join us but for now you can get out of this episode
1: I'm at Andrew Sale with threes instead of es.
2: I'm at not cool co everywhere
1: and I'm I, I don't have Instagram <laughs> until next time I'm Andrew I'm Lauren I'm Patrick peace out adios I was flipping. I was Spider-Man flipping.
0: Yeah.